Welcome to the College Scoops Podcast. I'm your host, Moira McCullough, and today we're talking with Michaela Bush about NCR's successful internship program and some tips for students who are applying to an internship program in the future. Stay ready, don't get ready. And what I mean by that is that um, COVID presents obviously challenges that no one was going to foresee, but it's much easier to sort of adjust to that if you were already ready with resume already prepared already ready with knowing, you know, sort of what you want to do, what you want to learn. This is the College Scoops podcast, and I'm your host, Moira McCullough. We focus on everything college related, from the admissions process to where to eat, stay, and explore on and around campuses. Our guests include founders, educators, authors, and experts in the college space. Join us as these experts share their knowledge, experiences, and lessons learned to help you have stress-free, informative, and tasty college journeys. Whether it's your first or last child going to college, or you're just interested in going to a college town for a game or meal, we've got you covered. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the College Scoops podcast to get the inside scoops on everything college-related, and leave us a review. Thanks to all of our sponsors, partners, and the entire College Scoops Ambassador team for helping us bring valuable content to our community. If you would like to support College Scoops as a sponsor, please head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash college scoops and sign up as a sustaining listener, insider, or deluxe sponsor. We have exclusive benefits for our members, free eBooks, and even a College Scoops care package. Michaela Bush is currently a university relations recruiter at NCR Corporation, recruiting primarily for sales and project management. This past summer, she and her team launched another successful internship program for 300 interns, which earned the award for top 100 internship programs in the U.S. by way up for the second year in a row. Michaela worked for Georgia Tech in admissions, Duke University's talent identification program, and as a college counselor at North Atlanta High School. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michaela, especially given the crazy busy recruiting period you are in right now with NCR. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is very much a a crazy season, but we are taking the best of it and making strides, and I'm very excited to be here, so thank you for having me. Well, I hope it will be one of many because of the breadth of knowledge and experience you have. You were at Georgia Tech working in admissions, you were a college counselor, and now you are on an award-winning team for NCR's internship program. We have so many student ambassadors on our team and high school and college students who are part of our listening community who would benefit greatly from your advice and guidance, especially given the last six months with many companies scaling back their internship programs or canceling them in in its entirety. Students are looking for opportunities going forward and also advice for how to prepare to put their best foot forward when applying for an internship. We would love to ask you for your tips and strategies students can use when exploring and interviewing for these positions. Can you share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Michaela Bush. Currently, I am a university relations recruiter for NCR Corporation. Um, For those who knew NCR back back in the day, that stands for National Cash Register Company. Um, So yes, we were one of the first to Um, bring cash registers and point-of-sale systems uh, into the U.S. and also the U.K. Um, Definitely grown a lot since then. Now we focus primarily on software and services um, in banking, retail, and hospitality, um, which is what I primarily recruit for. Um, Those areas, as well as global sales, 
Um, so anyone listening to this, if that's up your alley <laughs> and you want to come work for NCR, that's certainly a possibility. A um, little bit of academic background about myself. I graduated from the University of Georgia in 2015 um, with a bachelor's in psychology and a public health minor, which I haven't exactly gotten to use. Um, I'm waiting for the time in my career where that comes into play, um, but it's certainly something you know cool to have in my back pocket. Uh, just recently, I did graduate um, from Georgia State with a master's in educational policy studies in their uh, College of Human Development and Education. Um, so very interesting, you know, academic background. Um, definitely some some cool things that have happened along the way. As you did mention, I, I did work for Georgia Tech Admissions. I was an admissions. Uh, officer there. Um, before that, I was a college counselor at North Atlanta High School, uh, working uh, with the um, Georgia College Advising Corps, um, which is sort of a contract program um, to, to facilitate, um, you know, counselors into Georgia high schools um, to sort of prepare their students for uh, the college admissions process. So kind of think of it as, um, you know, a TFA, but for counseling instead of for teachers. So very cool program there. That was that was my first job out of college, so I was very happy, um, you know, to to start my career in that sense. A um, couple of other things that I've done um, through my time, I worked for Duke University in their talent identification program um, for a little bit, and then also did some nonprofit work with uh, an organization in Atlanta called Achieve Atlanta, um, which helps students and guides them through the admissions process as well. Okay, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Don't be, don't be. What you have accomplished and done today is really inspiring. The Georgia program sounds like an amazing and incredibly rewarding program for everyone involved. Yeah, so it's, it's actually a national program. So the National College Advising Corps uh, is one of the, the largest growing nonprofits in education. They have, uh, you know, chapters literally all over the country. They're all university affiliated. So the first one actually started uh, at uh, UNC Chapel Hill. So Dr. Nicole Hurd, she's the CEO and founder of that. And so um, UGA's program has grown definitely tremendously. There's been so many really cool alumni who have come, you know, out of, out of that um, program. So I've, I was very fortunate to be able to, to start my career there. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. Working with the Georgia Tech admissions team under Rick Clark must have been a truly incredibly rewarding and inspiring type of opportunity. Can you tell us about the successes of NCR's incredible internship program and notice the incredible and the way it's spelled and how NCR is woven into the incredible. We love to weave that into every single email that we possibly can. Um, I'm sure eventually we'll get sick of it. For, for now, it is very cool. So yeah, so the university relations program at NCR uh, is still fairly new. Um, it's actually um, led by my boss, Tony Burdett. He started almost four years ago, in fact, and it has grown tremendously um, since that time. I believe when he first started, he had maybe 50 interns. Um, and in you know three to four year span last year, we brought in um, over 300 interns to our summer internship program, right? Um, we also have a, a full-time version of that as well. It's the university hire program. So anyone who's you know about to graduate and, and start their first career, there's a program that we sort of initiate them into the, the career workforce at NCR as well. But there's several you know sort of things that I could uh, describe about the internship program. Very robust. I think innovation and collaboration is really at the forefront um, of what we allow students to do. Um, it's well supported by executive leadership, and I think that's one of the things that 
uh, allows us to stand out from other companies. I mean, the first day for an intern, they're meeting with the CEO, Mike Hayford, right? Um, their first week, they're getting a networking opportunity with the, the CFO and the CHRO and leaders um, just to ask them questions professionally and personally, right? Um, so they're very well supported and engaged with all of those leaders, um, which I think is pretty cool. It sort of allows them to, to be at the forefront of a company, understand what's happening, understand the future, um, and then network in a, in a way that they may not be able to do at another company. I, I think NCR has really made strides in the you know, last couple of years to really establish the university relations program as a pillar of the company's future and its growth, creating sort of a pipeline of talent from these universities of students who are aware of the innovation that's happening on the ground. They see it every day. They interact with NCR products every day. So who better you know, to transform what that space looks like for NCR um, than, than the, the customers and the consumers that we have from, for, for our various different customers. So um, I think that that is one of the things that um, has, has left us with a whole program, even in the midst of COVID, which we, we can talk about that in a minute, but definitely at the forefront of, of the company's minds and, and knowing that we are a priority, I think it could be felt through the program and, and through the decisions that we make. Very immersive. So there is actually a mentorship program that's also embedded into the internship program. So each intern receives a mentor, usually on their team to sort of guide them through day to day. Um, sometimes they also introduce them to other folks from the business to allow them to you know sort of get a more um, holistic aspect of what the company looks like, um, allows them to kind of tap into some different interests that they may have even outside of their own team. And then it's just fun. You know, we, we try to, you know, not make it just very corporate, boring, you know, ideas that you would think of. I, I think NCR in general has a very uh, different company culture than maybe, uh, you know, other Fortune 500 companies uh, around the country. And especially being such an old company, right? You know, it's almost 136 years old. You'd think that we'd be very, you know, this traditional, you know, stiff corporate environment. And that's not it at all, right? You know, I, I wear jeans every day, or at least I, I was when I was in the building. It's, it's very laid back. Um, you know, we have a lot of networking opportunities. We you know, do trivia nights. And, you know, back when the world was normal, we used to go to Atlanta United games during the summer just to, to hang out, allow them to, to make new friends and, and make new connections, um, not only with us, but fellow interns. So it's a, it's a great program. I mean, really proud of the work that, that we do. But that is so important as you are talking about the culture of a company, which can really make or break a person's experience, whether it's in an internship or at a job. NCR's commitment to the internship program as a whole is quite admirable. And I, and I think students recognize that. I think particularly this generation is, is very um, conscious, both socially, politically, and in every respect. And they want to feel like they are supported. They want to feel valued. Um, and they want to feel like the work that they're doing is making a real positive impact. And I, I think that if you can approach the program from that aspect, you're probably going to win every time. But that is so important as you're talking about the culture of a company, which, as we all know, can create a more meaningful and valuable experience and enhances the work experience, personal experience that any employee may have at a particular company. And it creates a more meaningful, impactful experience for interns, plus it makes it fun. I think the other takeaway you mentioned is, is the commitment from NCR's executives for this particular program, because that also enhances the program experience as a whole. I mean, you mentioned just a few years ago, the program was only at 50 candidates and interns, and now you've grown in four years to 300. So how does how does one do that? Yes, exactly. And we've we've made it happen. And I think and you know you mentioned you know the awards that we've received 
um, you know, being rated, you know, one of the top 100 internship programs in the country by way up. Um, our CEO, Mike Hayford, uh, recently won an award with NACE, which is the, the National Association for Colleges and Employers. Um, he won an employer recruiting champion award for um, his innovation with the university relations program at NCR. So, you know, I think our, our we're seeing the fruits of our labor, um, you know, through some of these awards, but we also see it in the students. And a lot of what attracts new students to our program is just word of mouth through the interns that have gone through the program in the past. They're so excited and hungry for their friends and their colleagues in other areas to have that opportunity that they just basically spread that information. How does NCR structure the format? Do you hire by specific departments, for instance, sales ops, product management, IT, finance? How does that work? Yeah, so I think it's a, it's really the priority of you know business needs. I would say software is by far our largest group, but that makes perfect sense, right? Because we are a software and tech company. Um, so a lot of the innovation that's being brought out is, is definitely from the interns in that respect. Um, we do recruit for several different sides of the business. So IT, um, professional services, which anybody else may call consulting outside of NCR, um, sales, HR, um, information technology. So various different parts of the business, marketing. Um, so all of that is coming into play. And so we know when we're stepping on campus that we are making sure that we are identifying students that have a particular talent. Um, I think what's important is that we ask students what they want, right? Instead of just approaching them with, this is an opportunity. First, we ask, what is it that you want, right? What do you want to learn? What do you want to experience? And then how can I make that happen for you? Um, given the roles that I have, given the opportunities that I have, you know, how can we make that happen for you? Um, and I think that that's sort of the appeal to the program is that we've you know, establish something that appeals to both personal and professional development, which I think is very important. Um, I think our entire team sort of, you know, built around this idea that, you know, I want a kid to improve and grow professionally, no matter if they stay with NCR or not. And if I can do that, then I did my job, right? Um, it's great that they, you know, end up staying with NCR and we want to want to have them. Um, but that sort of development that we want to have in in our interns and in our full time is is you know beyond just what they will do at, with their time at NCR. It's it's what they may do after. It's the same approach I have with our interns, asking them how I can help them to develop a set of skills they want and need to develop their resume, and it's a win win. So, what is the framework of your program in terms of the duration? Yeah, so uh, traditionally it's twelve weeks. Um, so we, we try to give them enough time to really establish relationships with their managers, with their team. Um, there's only so much that you're going to know before you come into any company. So, you know, getting, you know, sort of that industry knowledge and things like that, and then really hitting the groundwork, um, with projects that have been assigned to them. Um, they may have also sort of mini projects that they establish along the way. If they find something that they really like and they want to work on a manager may say, you know, go ahead and, and add that to your plate if you'd like to, to consider that as well. Um, but traditionally, it's been a 12-week program. Uh, COVID was a little bit different this year, <laughs> um, so but we were we were fortunate enough to still keep um, our same structure for our internship program, and it and it turned out. Well, you brought it up, so let's talk about what happened with COVID-19. And unfortunately, for many companies, they had to scale back or shut down their program. I mean, I think, like I said before, we we understood that this program is actually very vital to NCR's future and it's a top priority. And so I think that was sort of the underlying current that allowed us to just push forward instead of saying, you know, we're going to, you know, cut a program and, or we're not going to have it. And I, I know that 
um, our interns were very grateful um, this past summer that they were able to still have an opportunity um, because some other companies were were not so fortunate. Um, and understandably, I mean, it was a it was a very tough. It still is a very tough time. Um, the only thing that we changed, uh, aside from being completely virtual, um, we just you know we pushed back the start date just to accommodate for that first sort of quarantine shutdown that we all experienced. Um, and then because of that, had to transition from a 12-week program traditionally to a nine-week program. Um, and that was the only difference. I mean, magically, we somehow able, were able um, to, to make that uh, a priority for us and, and for the company. Everyone was still on board. Everyone was still engaged. Uh, one of our, our largest programming events is, is called the Intern Expo, which is a showcase at the end of the summer, the last week of the summer, where all the interns will present their work um, to the entire business. So traditionally, it's been um, in you know the sixth floor, our, our Grand Marche, which is where our courtyard is held, and, and those sorts of things in, in our global headquarters. And it's sort of like a science fair, right? You know, folks can walk around, go up to a booth, ask them particular questions. Um, and we still made that happen in a virtual setting, right? Um, one of our, our intern teams um, actually collaborated both a, a mix of marketing um, and also IT to create a, a virtual portal um, that allowed you to go in and select different students by name, uh, by the sort of project that they were working on. You could arrange it by the different uh, business units, whether they were in software or sales or something else. Um, and once you got into their booth, you could see videos that they had created, documents that they had created. You could virtually go into sort of a conference and talk to them as they presented their work. I mean, it was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, we, <laughs> we have been very, very blessed. We made, we made it work and, and the interns really had a very positive experience. Uh, strangely enough, a lot of folks from the business actually preferred the virtual environment for the intern expo, uh, I guess, cause it gave them a lot more flexibility to, you know, when they could pop in and out as opposed to having to physically go downstairs. But yeah, I mean, we are, are very fortunate. Um, you know, we, we've been able to maintain um, a lot of the core structure from a virtual program. Um, we also, I have found that NCR's company culture has had to be just established in such a fascinating way that it still maintained itself through a virtual environment, right? You can still feel NCR's company culture, even in this virtual setting, uh, which I think really speaks to how well we've been able to, you know, initiate that throughout the company. You hear about how innovative companies were during the pandemic, creating new ways to operate, communicate, roll out programs and or launch new products or services. Some companies found new ways to excel in the marketplace or internally with their own teams that they will now use going forward, even when business returns to quote unquote, a semi-normal state. Yes. So, you know, honestly, it, it hasn't changed. And I know I keep saying that it, it hasn't changed that much, right? The methodology and the philosophy behind how we recruit students is still the same. Having that, you know, interpersonal communication with a student, um, you know, not utilizing, you know, some a paper or online application. Um, the method by which we go about doing that is a little bit different, right? So um, several of these universities have, have set up sort of a, a career fairs on virtual platforms, things like Handshake, um, Career Fair Plus, things like that. Just depending on your university, you may use something different. Um, so learning those new, you know, technology cadences for each one of the platforms has been a, a little bit um, challenging, but we make it work. Um, instead of a student coming up to me like they would, right, standing in line, and if you've ever been to a career fair, 
um, for, for NCR, the line is usually quite long. <laughs> and we have a, a certain process by which we, we actually figure out what you want and what you're interested in and then have you speak to a recruiting champion that's actually working within that field as opposed to just talking in this sort of a general sense. So um, we've uh, now had to transition to folks actually setting aside time, signing up to meet with us, right? As opposed to them just walking up. Um, and so we have just a little bit of a limited amount of time, right? So maybe 10 minutes where I would have sort of, if I wanted to talk to you for 20 minutes, I could talk to you for 20 minutes in a physical setting. Um, so a little bit more condensed. Um, you, you know, see students sort of just in and out having really quick conversations about, you know, what they're interested in, what the process looks like for them. Um, and then relying definitely on, you know, the information that they provide to us, right? They, they do fill out a small form just so that we can collect their information. Um, the resume has become particularly important, right? Um, especially for students that I may not be able to meet. Um, but aside from career fairs, we still are, are engaging with, you know, campuses. So, you know, I'm in the process of scheduling uh, info sessions with different, you know, student organizations on campus, making sure that I'm still aligning to sort of, you know, what may be a good fit for them and also the positions that I'm recruiting for. Um, I'm using LinkedIn um, probably a little bit more than I would in the past. Um, just because, again, of that, that online interaction, it's, it's right there. So um, it's been definitely challenging, I will not lie. Uh, it's been a different experience, but there's, there's some good that comes out of it, right? Um, you do have the, the capability um, of sort of interacting with students and meeting them where they are, right? So if a student isn't able to, you know, come to a career fair because they normally have to work or um, normally they, they have a class, right? We've sort of transition in these universities of transition into an environment where they're thinking about all of these things, right? What does access to these different companies look like, right? And how can we maximize access for everyone? And I think that that's been a very um, positive, um, you know, reaction to having to adjust to the, the recruiting process for COVID is creating access for students. So that part has, has definitely been beneficial. I know both from a personal and professional standpoint, Although it may have been challenging in the beginning, pivoting and adapting to the new normal, there were a lot of great things that came out of the last six months that never would have happened had we not been thrown a curveball, shall we say. You and I have talked a lot about the moment being at a time when people and companies can create something good, something better that we never had the time, thought, or need to before. Yeah. And there, I think a lot of companies are finding out that ways that they maybe could have done before, but they didn't either think was possible or, you know, thought was maybe a little bit more difficult than other areas. Now they're being pushed, right? They're almost being forced um, into this sort of innovative space. Um, but it's worked well for, for a lot of companies to, to realize like, oh, there's a different way that we can do this. And, you know, apply pressure and diamonds come out. So, you know, a lot of people have been able to find diamonds, you know, even through this pandemic. Talking on 9-11, right? Um, you know, it's, it's always going to be something within a generation that sort of just pushes and propels us forward, um, even in the midst of, of chaos and, you know, horrible, horrible situations, we still manage to, to come out on top. How do you recruit the students? You mentioned you were at a, just at an Emory for a recruiting event. Can you walk us through both pre and post COVID-19 recruiting strategies that you have? Um, so traditionally we, you know, have sort of a different process at NCR than maybe some other companies, right? Um, normally you would go on someone's website, you find a page about the internship program, um, and then you apply, hopefully hear a response back. 
Um, for NCR, we do things a little bit differently. We actually um, utilize, um, you know, in-person communication um, and what we call recruiting champions um, to make decisions on students. So um, all of our interactions in terms of recruiting traditionally has been very face forward, right? I meet you physically at a career fair. Um, I'm coming to an event either, you know, in your classroom because your professor has a, a, some coursework that's relevant to a position that I like. Um, or you maybe have a student organization and I'm bringing recruiting champions from the business to kind of discuss what positions they have, what they've done in their careers, and then maybe how you could become a part of NCR. So instead of that, you know, application that sort of just goes off into, <laughs> into the cloud, so to speak, right, and you don't know when it's coming back, um, instead we have a very uh, interpersonal connection point with the, the students and the candidates that we meet. And then we use that information based on the resumes that they're providing us in other areas as we discuss, right, asking what is it that you want? What is it that you want to learn and want to do? Um, then we take that back internally to the business and then see what skill sets are aligning to which positions that we have available and then bring those students in for an interview. Um, normally after that, they will hear a decision from us in a couple of weeks and then um, they usually have a few weeks to, to make a decision as to if they would like to um, accept our offer for an internship or a full-time position. So that has the, been the traditional way. I love that way is I know I'm all about the interviews. I know for me, that is the one area where I shine and I can really connect with people and companies. There's the resume, which what is what people see on paper. And then the conversation is what people hear directly from the candidate. How can they react to situations on the spot and how can they connect with people and present themselves in a way that will make them shine? Absolutely. And, and I think that that's one of the things that I, I love about NCR and the process that we have in university relations is that you learn so much more about a student when you are meeting them face-to-face -face than you would ever meet with the application that they're putting uh, to paper or, you know, online, so to speak. So I think that that is a real, uh, I, I think that we attract probably a lot better candidates, honestly, um, that are a better fit for the position that we're offering them. Um, more aligned to their own skill set, their own values based on the process that we have for recruitment, as opposed to maybe the traditional way of just, you know, applying online. That's a true testament to NCR's culture and the fact that you spend quality time meeting with students and candidates at expos, campus events, interviews to make sure that there's a fit, not only on paper, but in person for the culture that NCR has. And it reminds me of campus interviews, and I always used to say the importance of going on an interview is to make sure from a student's perspective as well that that culture, community, and people in admissions and in the surrounding area are people that you want to live, learn, and grow with for the next four years. So let's now fast forward to the new normal. How are things changing? So particularly in what I, I think what I look, maybe what I would look for just traditionally in an intern and then maybe what, particularly in COVID, um, that would stand out, right? So I think utilization of, of course knowledge is, is one of the big ones, right? Um, particularly for interns that are just starting out who are a little bit younger, right? I'm thinking like freshmen, sophomores, right? We're still just starting out in their coursework. Um, a lot of that is is implemented in terms of a philosophy standpoint, right? So just sort of the, the theoretical, um, this is how something would be done. But taking that knowledge and that coursework and actually sort of applying it to something on campus or applying it to 
you know, a hobby that you have or just sort of an interest that you have in everyday life. Um, that's something that really does stand out to me, right? Because I want to see that you're able to apply the knowledge that you've gained in the classroom to something that's very real world, because that's what we're going to expect um, of you as an NCR intern, right? This internship, while it is, is fun and it's innovative, it is not, um, you know, just fetching someone coffee or, you know, working with Excel sheets, right? You are an integrated member of that team. And so you're expected to, to perform, right? And come up with solutions and, and create, create change and impact as any other team member would. And so because of those high expectations, we want to see that, you know, you're really taking the initiative to put that best foot forward to make that work um, just outside of the classroom, right? It doesn't have to always be right an internship, right? I wouldn't expect an, <laughs> I wouldn't expect a freshman, right? To have, you know, an arm's length of internship opportunities to speak to their experience. But, you know, certainly things that they've done, you know, with within their own interests, things that they've done on campus. I remember I had a, a conversation with one young lady and she was a finance major. And so she was just entering into her college of business at her university, but she was also in a sorority and sort of took the financial model that she gained in the classroom and applied it to her local, her, her sorority chapter. Um, and actually used that platform to inspire other chapters of her sorority on other campuses to use that same financial model when they're doing philanthropy or, or different things like that. So it's those type of things, right, that you're applying that knowledge. Can you just mention some tips for students when applying for internships? I think being hungry for opportunity, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you want to be hungry for, for opportunities and a place to shine. But thinking about it in terms of not, this is not just what, you know, I can do for this company. Like, what, what can they do for me? What development am I going to receive? What strength and growth am I going to receive from this opportunity um, that I may not be able to find elsewhere? And so just as I'm, you know, asking someone questions in an interview, you know, you should be asking questions back. Ask the company about the values. Ask the manager about their, their management style and their team collaboration style. You know, all those things are important because if you miss those things, then you may find that you're not going to have the most positive experience and then it may you know, affect you both personally and professionally is, is very important, right? You are not going to know everything. Uh, we don't expect you to know everything and that's okay, right? I can't wait to share this with my senior in high school. Can you please mention that to him? Because I'm sure he'd listen to you versus me. <laughs> I can. And he, you know what? You always, it's very interesting how you, your parent can tell you something to they are blue in the face and it will go in one ear, not the other, but someone else tells you the exact same thing. And it's like, huh, maybe that's true. So yes, uh, <laughs> I will be, I'll be happy to let him know. Right. And, and he'll take it and run with it and he'll be great and successful. So I just couldn't resist that comment. Perfectly fine. Um, you know, a, a initiative to, to find problems and create solutions. I think that that's been, um, at least what I've seen in this past summer for interns, the ones who really stood out was the interns who were willing to say, I see an issue here. Can you let me fix that? Right. Um, and, and just instead of just being, you know, given something and saying, okay, I'm going to only work within that lane, pushing the envelope a little bit to say, this is something else that I've noticed. I would like to work on this too. Um, asking for help is a big one, right? Um, I think that candidates expect perfection. And I think that they almost think that we expect perfection and we don't, right? We are human. 
we understand that you are human and you're not going to know everything. We don't want you to know everything, right? Because that means you probably need to be <laughs> leading something necessarily instead of being an intern, right? But uh, the willingness to ask for help, I think, really shows character. It shows self-awareness, capacity to grow in your professional role. Um, so those would be the things, uh, particularly just for any intern um, that I would be looking for, you know, aside from just, you know, the experience that they have on paper. Um, COVID, of course, presents, you know, very tricky challenges. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of college students are trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate so many different things in COVID, right? I know several of them may have different financial situations because of this pandemic. Um, others are trying to navigate and help their family members through their own educational challenges, right? I'm going to throw a prayer up right now for every single mother who has to figure out how they're working and also making sure that their first grader has a, a virtual setup and a, and a desk and, and, and have that entire experience, right? I, I can't imagine what that's like. But I think one of the things that um, if I can provide a resource to um, interns in this, this scenario is, is probably four things. One is flexibility. Um, I think that we've, we've sort of learned that by force <laughs> uh, in this pandemic, but particularly when it comes to um, recruiting and, and corporate companies, give us flexibility and be flexible with us. Just like the world is trying to figure it out, we are too. We may, may not present that all the time, right? But we are still trying to figure out what the next year is going to look like, right? What positions are going to look like, um, I could not tell you if you were going to have a virtual internship program next year or not. I, I would hope that it would go, you know, back to somewhat normal and you'd be able to experience our, you know, beautiful building in Midtown Atlanta. Um, but I don't know that, right? So, you know, flexibility is always going to come off to us as, as having some real maturity about the situation. Um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier offline, but being a solution instead of being a challenge. I think that that is one of the most important things that people can take away from this experience right now. Um, every single company, uh, every single person, professionally and personally, is dealing with challenges of some kind right now, just because of the world that we live in. Um, and I have found that the candidates or, or the students that I meet that sort of provide me with their presence as a solution it makes a difference. It makes you stand out. And so I guess an example of that would be, for example, I had a student who, you know, she went through the interview process um, and she, you know, was, was really almost just set up to, to get a, an offer from us. And then this is March, right? This is like the, the second week of March and everything shuts down. Right. And so now she's placed in a scenario where she she can't accept an offer. You know, the, the world is, is just shut down and we can't move forward. And it's funny because in that scenario, she had every right to, to just be upset. Right. Understanding that, you know, this rug was kind of ripped out from under her as, ever, as the world was also experiencing that. But instead, she, you know, emails me maybe every two months and just says, hey, I've picked up on, you know, this particular resource. Um, let me know if any other opportunities become available, right? It's, it's something that simple. There, there's another one of, of my hires for a full-time role. She's starting in October. 
had to have a delayed start, right? Because they were supposed to start in the middle of the summer and nobody can come into, you know, our global headquarters. Uh, instead, she actually got a, a part-time job working for one of the customers that she's going to support at NCR when she gets here in October, right? So already just understanding that there is going to be a solution-oriented, you know, mindset. Another student who just messaged me on LinkedIn, you know, just reached out to me and said, hi, you know, I would, would really like to introduce you to, you know, a couple of, of my peers in this student organization that we have. Would you be willing to, you know, come in and chat with us, right? That is a solution to my problem because what I'm finding is outside of career fairs, how am I going to have these really authentic conversations with students if I can't come and visit them on campus, right? Setting up a Zoom call for a student organization because she reached out to me, right? That is being a solution instead of a challenge. And it is, it, it makes you stand out. I remember a name, it's one of the first, you know, candidates that I want to reach out to is the ones that really present themselves as that solution. Students or employees and interns that take the initiative to be part of the solution, who are not afraid to take risks. They take the situation and, and they frame it in a different way, right? Than just, you know, it's awful. It's, you know, and, and they just, they roll with the punches. I, I wrote this down. I said, stay ready, don't get ready. And what I mean by that is that um, COVID presents obviously challenges that no one was going to foresee, but it's much easier to sort of adjust to that if you were already ready with resume, already prepared, already ready with knowing, you know, sort of what you want to do, what you want to learn, that sort of thing. Um, I've come into contact with, you know, a couple just in, in the couple of, you know, recruiting events and career fairs that I've been to in the past few weeks um, with students who, you know, feel sort of out of sorts because, you know, they didn't necessarily have to rely on their resume as heavily and now they do and they're not prepared and understandably not prepared, right? But if you think about it, right, anytime that you complete a new task, gain a new skill, um, participate in a new opportunity, right? Um, that should be something that you were saying, okay, let me go ahead and add that to my resume. Let me go ahead and tweak what that looks like. Um, for the students who did have opportunities, right, this summer, and either they were condensed, they were shortened, or they were just completely canceled, um, staying ready with a, with a response to that, right? So that you can still be able to market yourself appropriately without having to claim that you were able to participate in something that you weren't because it was out of your control, right? Um, so stay ready, don't get ready. It'll, it'll put you miles ahead because there's plenty of people who were still trying to get ready and it's already September, right? It's really only two months left in the semester for these kids, right? Um, because most of you will, you know, you won't be coming back after Thanksgiving break, right? Campuses are trying to make adjustments to make sure that you don't have to come back after your holiday. And then the final is LinkedIn is your friend. It is your friend. And I'm saying this is someone who didn't even necessarily value LinkedIn as much as I do now. It comes to finding candidates and being able to have connections with them outside of campus events. That's just how it, it's so easy, right? In an online setting in a virtual environment, LinkedIn is, is very easy to, to contact students and interact with them in a way that I'm not allowed to do because I'm not on campus or I'm not just out and about, right? There's plenty of, of students that I may meet in other areas, um, but I can't go anywhere, right? I've been in this house. <laughs> so yes, utilizing LinkedIn, definitely. Great tips that you can implement right now. You mentioned during our earlier conversation, I had some tips 
for students who lost the opportunity this summer for a summer internship. What are some of the recommendations that you have to explain that quote unquote gap or lost opportunity? Yes. So I think one of the most important things to recognize is that we understand that you have no control over the opportunity that you either lost or the skills that you weren't able to gain because of the circumstances of your, your opportunity over the summer. Um, so know that we are giving grace almost automatically, right? So don't, don't stress be my first point. Um, if there is a particular opportunity um, that you lost, but there was some sort of maybe an online experience um, that was provided to you, um, some sort of maybe short one to two week sort of session that you were able to still participate in, um, speak to that. And then on that resume, make sure that you highlight any new skills that you gained. And what I would even like to see pushing beyond that is then how did you spend the rest of the summer building upon that short time of knowledge, right? So if I have a student and I say, okay, I see that, you know, only in July were you able to participate in this and then they can, you know, further ex expand upon that and say, yes, I had an internship, but they only cut it and it was only two weeks. Well, then my next question is, well, how did you build upon that, right, for the rest of the summer in terms of the skills, right? Did you stretch further with anything that they gave you? Did you do more research on it? Just to kind of tip in and see how, um, how invested they were into the opportunity that they still had, right? Uh, I think it's very important to be transparent and honest in these resumes, okay? Um, if you had an opportunity and you know, you lost that opportunity um, or you weren't able to have it, you know, during the length of time that you originally intended, um, make sure you're honest about that. <laughs> um, you know, please do not exaggerate the truth. Um, you know, don't make it seem as if you did some sort of grand project, because again, like I said, we understand that that was not in your control whatsoever, right? So there's no reason to, you know, to fluff it up or anything like that um, to uh, just a more personal note. I mean, we in the recruiting community, we have established relationships with, with plenty of people um, that work for various different companies, right? So if you worked for a particular company, chances are I know exactly what happened for that company. So if your resume looks any different from that, that's going to be very eye catching to me. <laughs> it's great advice for students to realize that companies are giving grace to these lost opportunities. And there are ways that you can shine in the moment by demonstrating your resilience, your curiosity and desire to learn and the ability to overcome challenges. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that every single, you know, intern who had some sort of, you know, opportunity that we've either lost or changed, um, they learned a quite a bit of resiliency in that uh, in that time during the summer. And I think that on a resume, you can touch on some of those points, but you can really speak to it in the short amount of time that you have. Um, that resilience and perseverance is a, not only a professional trait, but a personal trait that will carry you far in life. And if you can speak to that, I am much more impressed than you just saying, well, I had an opportunity, you know, it fell through, you know, I, I moved on, right? Um, so those are the things that I would suggest and, and things that I've seen that have really stood out to me just in the short time that I've, I've started, you know, with the, to be transparent with us, be honest with yourself um, and, and highlight your strengths because they'll always stand out. 
Michaela, you've shared so much great advice with us today, really actionable items that students can take right now to implement as they start to navigate the career fairs and interviews and application process this fall. Good. Oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad that I could give you pertinent information. Michaela, I always love to ask our guests two questions. What do you wish you knew before you attended college? Mm, that is a great question. Honestly, I think one of the biggest things that I wish I knew is that opportunities are all around you. Um, you I mean, it, it, and it really is true. I think that when I was in high school, I sort of had this idea in my mind of sort of just the academic setting and ways in which opportunities would present itself through, you know, research or shadowing a professor or, you know, something like that. Um, d- definitely has probably evolved, right? Um, you know, since I've, I've graduated from college and maybe students are much more aware of that, but opportunities are around you in the friends that you make. Um, they're around you in you know, the places that you explore outside of your campus. And I think that's one of the things that I particularly loved about Athens is sort of the, the social entrepreneurship um, that students seem to find around Athens because, you know, that, that community sort of thrives normally off of that campus, right? Especially if you're on a college campus, it's like outside of a city. Community relies on you know the the business um, of of that university, so you need to explore you know the surrounding community and make sure that you're giving back and investing in that um, and find opportunities, find a passion that you have not just for your campus but for the the wider community that you have while you're calling this place home. Um, and don't be afraid to take opportunities because you just never know what's going to happen. Just push past your fear and just treat every opportunity. Like it's, it's going to bring value to your life because nine times out of 10, it will. And college is a time for you to be free. So relish in it. And lastly, one of my favorite questions of every single guest, what is your favorite dessert or food on a college campus? I did want to shout out too that I, I love, I, you know, it's funny. I'm actually not that much of a sweets person. So if I really am telling someone, okay, go invest yourself in this dessert. Like I must really love it. Um, outside of King of Pops, that's at various uh, <laughs> college campuses, especially in Atlanta. Uh, you know, King of Pops, for those who are not from the state of Georgia, you know, that is a, a really cool um, popsicle company. You can always find them throughout the city of Atlanta because they have uh, a bright rainbow colored umbrella in their cart stand. Um, and they're just, they're not flavors you can find like anywhere else. I mean, if you want, you know, chocolate caramel sea salt or Thai iced tea as a popsicle flavor, that is where you can go to get it. Their banana pudding actually does taste exactly like banana pudding. It's quite scary. You pick my two favorite flavors, salted caramel and chocolate. Love that combo. And our student ambassadors rave about King of Pops. But, you know, students can actually, if you, you know, have listeners who, you know, need to get something for a student organization or event that they have on campus, all you have to do is go on their website and they, you can, you know, rent out a cart basically um, with all of your favorite flavors of goodies and, and just, you know, have them ready for, for your friends, for your peers, whoever. Just, you have to get it. Just in anyone, right? Not even just college students, anyone who's in Atlanta, you need to get one of the King of Pops flavors just before you leave. Doesn't matter what season, right? Popsicles are for the winter and the summer. Uh, and then the last one, okay, Sublime Donuts right across the street. They have, I think they have several locations in Atlanta, but they're right across the street from Georgia Tech. 
Sublime Donuts is amazing. Uh, my favorite is if I, oh, I hope I get these right. Uh, it's a orange creamsicle star. It basically is like an orange donut and it has like a cream filling on the inside. Um, there is another that I believe is a cereal that's like kind of crunched on top with like a chocolate drizzle. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a triple berry sort of apple, apple fritter that you can get. Uh, Sublime is, is amazing. Um, and they're open until like midnight. So if you just want like a midnight craving or something like that, they're also a black owned business, which is a nice added plus. So yeah, if you're in the tech area, um, and you're off of 10th street, make sure that you go to Sublime Donuts. Thank you so much, Michaela, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and share your advice, guidance, and tips for students as they navigate this fall. Thank you so much for having me. Many thanks to Michaela for joining us today to share her experience and expertise as a member of the incredible NCR University Talent Program team. She provided great tips and strategies for students applying to internships this fall. Remember, Keep your resume up to date. Stay ready, don't get ready. LinkedIn is your friend. And ask companies questions about their values, culture, and management style. What are they looking for in a candidate? And what are the development opportunities available to you for growth during your internship program opportunity? You can find all of our show notes and links to the helpful resources mentioned throughout our conversation on our website at collegescoops.com podcast. You can learn more about NCR's incredible internship program on their website, ncr.com. Please take a couple of minutes to rate, review, and subscribe to College Scoops. Thank you for listening to our College Scoops podcast. Our entire College Scoops team strives to make the college journey a little bit easier, less stressful, fun, and tasty by sharing all the inside scoops we have curated along the way. We would love to hear from you about topics to cover and your ideas on everything college related. Reach out to us at collegescoops.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.